As I search for the white dove, I wonder if she searches for me. Or if my hopes of finding her are nothing more than an ill-conceived fantasy. You see... Salutations, mortals, and welcome to From the Jump, Season 2. This time, we have the one, the only, Johnny Filter with us. This guest is insane. I mean, this man has had some of the craziest tracks and beats that I've heard come out of South Africa, and he's not even in South Africa anymore. Johnny, what up, my G? Tell him what's really good. What it is, what it is. This is Johnny Filter, a.k.a. Philly Phil. Uh, real name, Jonathan Zola. <laughs> hey, Ketonian give him you understand me? Um, oh, yeah. yeah, man. Proud of where I'm from, and um, but now living in uh, in Malmo, Sweden, the Game of Thrones. It's cold as hell out here right now. <laughs> no joke, man. But Yo. yeah, I'm happy to be here finally to link up with my brother. Uh, man, let's talk, my guy. Nah, man, for real, man. You know, I've been. I, you were supposed to be on season one, but schedules clash. Like you mixing, mastering, guys. Like making beats. And let's first get into a bit of that because you're not. You're not just. You know. Mm-hmm. You do a lot when it comes to music. Like I'm surprised you don't rap over your own beats. Can you talk to me a bit about, <laughs> firstly, why you why why are you like ah I don't really wanna or I have or. And secondly, like the style of beats you make are very unique. Um, could you just touch on why you also bring in the way you bring in your your roots into your music, even though you make hip hop beats? Can you talk to me mm. a bit about that? I um about the rapping situation. Uh, I used well, I rapped two tracks, mm. like our first ETC Crew EP that we printed out and gave to people for free and uh, that was fun I had a good time there but there was so many MCs already it was really two dope MCs in our crew already where I was okay I'm gonna I'm gonna just concentrate on one on my thing that I really love which was beatboxing yeah I wasn't uh, and, and making beats but I couldn't afford the making beats part man so the beatboxing was <laughs> was the thing my name is it was for free <laughs> and I tried to be the best at it as much as I could, you know. Um, but yeah, I mean, to make beats, man, and why? I really make beats with how I feel. So if I'm very, if I'm a, like just had a fight with a with argument with a female, for example, my beats will be a, a certain way. Um, if I'm very happy, there'll be a certain way. I don't sit behind the desk and be like, I'm going to make a banger today. So I uh, I really use emotion in my beats. I mean, that's really it. There's no okay. real deep secret. But then but then in, in, in saying that, you know, it, it's kind of like if you don't feel like making music, you, you're just not going to make music for a while. Like, doesn't that, like, because you're saying, like, your, your emotion goes into the beat, or is it that you use all emotion? You're like, look, man, today I feel like shit. I'm going to make a beat about how I'm shit gonna I feel. I'm going to make a beat. Right. Fact. Got you, got you, and got then you. We'll see what, and we'll see what comes from that. Um, I mean, sometimes I will think all the beats that I'm making are shit at one stage. You know what I mean? And then I'm hard on myself. I'm going, fuck. Um, 
I'm shit at making beats. <laughs> yeah, it's like, me. should I do something else? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I put so much pressure on myself because mm. I, I always want to produce quality, um, mm. and I always want to remain relevant. So I always try to kick out the best that I can at all times. And um, I like I said, I, I apply, I apply a lot of pressure on myself. So. When I feel like I'm slacking, I will sit behind the laptop and try and do something or be, I'm behind my NPC and try to do something. Mm. And if it doesn't sound good, it's a tough time, bro. And that's when I need to actually step away from the NPC. But as you were saying, I just want to go back on something, touch back on something that you said. Like, cool, cool. you know, before before you had the money for, you know, the NPCs and because I, man, I remember when I wanted to buy mine and I was like, that shit is mad expensive. I'm not going to buy it. I'm going to buy a microphone <laughs> and a mixer <laughs> and I'm going to record myself. Fuck that shit. That shit's too expensive. So like, but you were beatboxing, right? So that, yes, that, that first time that you, you know, got your first piece of equipment in your hand where you could make music on and you moved away from doing just, you know, using your own voice to do the beatboxing. Can you talk to me about that first initial experience and like feeling that if you can remember when you got that first piece and you were like, like, how did, how did that impact you? Um, I think my first piece was a, was a loop, was a loop uh, station called the Head Rush by Akai. Mm. Um, but that was for the beatboxing though. Like I never really had my first piece I jacked my first piece, to be very honest. Um, All disclaimers, from, fuck it. <laughs> yeah, fuck it. I jacked it from um, from a very close homeboy of mine uh, that I grew up with, um, White, White Knight. Um, he he was our DJ. In, Wait, you talking about Queen. DJ White Knight? White Knight? Yeah, He's the man, DJ I in Cape Town. I grew up with White Knight, bro. Right. So. He every yeah everything started from his crib really. I mm -hmm. learned how to play guitar at his house because he had them. Um, EJ and Mixman those those <laughs> first things to make beats with. He had them. You know what I mean? Yeah. So we we always jammed. And then he got a he got a um, uh, MPD uh, the Akai MPD. And we were hammering, that was like the first time really we were hammering pads. Um, and then I asked if I could borrow it, bro. Mm. <laughs> and that was that. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, yo, can I borrow this? Uh, I yeah, 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 just bring it back. Of course, yeah, bro. Of course, bro. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so the whole time it was just come and pick it up. And he never gets to pick it up. And then it was mine. So I'd be like, yo, why? Do you want to borrow your MPD for a little bit, bro? <laughs> <laughs> yo, like, you want an opportunity to check this back for yeah, me? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, I mean, when I when I jacked it, um, it was, I felt, um, yeah, man, I don't, I don't know. I can't really remember that feeling. I just really wanted to hammer like Dilla did. That was it for me. And trying to learn how that works and better my sampling and chopping situation now um, man it's like you just leading me into my next question when you said sampling <laughs> because your way of sampling is I actually find it like a little bit comical it's like it's like you sample with humor sometimes right i remember a couple <laughs> of years back you did this uh 
uh, breakfast, breakfast, something, breakfast. Yeah, beats for breakfast. Beats for breakfast. There we go, right? And like those yeah. samples, like the, one of them, the guy walks into the cafe and he's like asking for <laughs> breakfast. And the guy's like, or the person's like, nah, uh, we, breakfast is over. Uh, you can yeah. we have the lunch menu. And <laughs> homies like pull out the gun and start but, like, fuck you, I want like, breakfast. Hey, yo, I want breakfast, man. <laughs> but you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, so when you my question actually to you is because I mean I've heard your music over years, but like we know each other. So like um when you sample, do you do you look for something that you would like engage with, like be like, oh shit, that's a smart type of sample? Or is it just like yo, know, as you're listening to stuff, you're like, oh, okay, wait, maybe this one would work somewhere. Like, do you you get what my question is? Like, do you sample like situationally, or do you just listen to stuff and be like, "Ah, that might work. That might work." So let me just keep a bank of them. No, I don't have a bank of anything. I don't even have a bank of beats, bro. I don't keep banks. I work with what I have at that time and play. Mm. Like beats for breakfast. Actually, shout out to my man um, Shorty T, aka Semi Automatic. Um, he's an MC and a, and a beat maker. We collaborated on beats for breakfast together. All right. And the, the whole idea was, uh, let's just make a couple beats and uh, we'll see what we feel, you know, about those tracks or those beats. And then we were making a lot of the beats, like, or I was making a lot of the beats during breakfast. So, uh, okay. beats for breakfast, bro. And then I was like, I'm going to sample everything. I'm going to get all the samples that have to do with breakfast or food or anything. So, it, Okay, I was okay. watching Matrix at one stage and mm -hmm. the eating situation um, with pork and all that stuff in the Matrix. Mm -hmm. I was like, yeah, that's going to go proper over here. Proper, um, <clears throat> and then have changing the names to like blueberry muffins. And, you know, that's like, that was taking, um, I took that from Doom, I think. Yeah, it was Doom. Mm -hmm. Doom Food, where he also named his tracks. Food. So I do take a lot from the people that I've been listening to for years, but uh, obviously try to make it my own as much as I can. No, no doubt, you know, as as they say, you adapt everything to your style or your style to everything. Um, and then, fair. and like as 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 I wanted to ask you, you know, um, you've 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 when I say you've worked with some some people, man, like how did you wait? Let me ask the question like this. Let me ask the question like mm -hmm. this. All right, of all the others that you've made besides besides us leave us out of this leave black walking out of this one <laughs> but be, from all the artists that you've created beats for and, and and collaborated with and you know just just been able to 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 you know have energies pass um mm -hmm. who, who who's the one who's the one that you're like you know what that's that that made it all worth it like all the bullshit just made it worth it who's that one Who's that? That artist? That artist. Yo, that's difficult, bro. I know. And <laughs> hey, you're gonna give me Got a, a lot of artists, too. bro. <laughs> now, okay, okay, no, no, okay. All right, all right. One of who's one of you know your top? Like, give me, give me like three that you really enjoyed working with, and what? Don't worry, I'll edit hey, out the other part. I really enjoy. <laughs> no, that's cool. Yo, is that that's a black vocalist right there behind you? Oh, isn't it? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's the LP. <laughs> that's cold. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> Yo, what, you, you think I'm not gonna have my own LP? LP? <laughs> that's cold. 
<laughs> but um, I really like wo- working with uh, Def F. Mm. Def F. Def F is amazing on the mic, bro. Uh, different styles. He he would he will rap over anything, really. Um, and 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 you know, yeah, you just never know with that guy, bro. He'll just be like, I feel like singing today, maybe. And he'll start singing and rapping at the same time. I like that. And he takes it very serious and extremely humble, but loves what he does, you know? Blessings. Um, Blessings. Uh, yeah, Def F, definitely. Um, another special artist, man, is uh, I got to give it up to Miller Paco. Miller Paco is a uh, he can spit. He does his singing thing. He's smooth. Yeah. Um, and y'all have worked together uh, for a long time, eh? Well, yeah, I mean, we, good we pretty much lived together. Um, myself, Miller Paco, um, Postman L, Blaze Fifth, uh, and a couple other dudes. We pretty much lived together, dude, for a couple mm. years. All right, all right. So we, yeah, we grew up making beats together. Yeah, man, those two. Shit, I need to choose this one carefully, bro. Because <laughs> um, I really don't. Blame wanna, it on me saying three people. I don't want to forget. Uh, I mean, yo, this young Thundercats too, man. Like Vula Yo, just Drake drop, fire. drop all of their names. Drop all of their names. Tell t- t- me who you enjoyed working with. Don't even stop at three. Just keep going. Just okay, yeah, dope. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I don't want you getting in trouble because like I, your resume got a lot of people on it. They'll be pissed. I mean, I really enjoyed working with Vula Dre, um, semi-automatic, ah, uh, T, uh, Postman Alice, nice with those hard bars. Uh, who else is nice with it, man? Yeah, I've worked with a lot of people actually. Coriander's nice. Crosby is nice. Um, you see why I, I gave you a, a, a little bit of a list? Because you keep <laughs> going. This is the problem. <laughs> Wait, shout out to who? Shout out to Akil, the MC from Jurassic 5. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out Akil. Uh, no lies there. <laughs> he's, he's, he's put me on, man. He's put me on. He's put me onto a lot of stuff mm. that I don't really talk about. Um, but yeah, like you said, the list can go on. I, I really yeah. work Nahum. I really work with the people that I want to work with. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I mean, the, the DMs get full from them. You, you know, hey, yo, my man, you want to collaborate on my EP type of <laughs> DMs? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I hear you. Which, which is cold. Uh, but I... I mean, I don't know how to answer them all the time because I also don't want to sound like I'm that guy that doesn't want to help people out. I help people out, mate. All right. You know what? Um, let, me ask you, let me ask you this question real quick. So on that, just on that topic as a side question, when you have mm-hmm. to tell somebody, nah, nah, I listen to your shit and I'm not fucking doing this. Like, how do you tell them? Because like, you're not an asshole. So like, how do you tell them? I know some people are assholes uh, and they're just like, fuck no, I'm not doing this. <laughs> <laughs> Some of y'all yeah, are the, thing, the thing is, bro, you can't. I, I'm not gonna be the one that lies to you. Mm. I cannot say, yeah, Yo, you're dope, but I'm pretty busy right now because that's not the situation. 
I'm just I'm just not feeling we on the same page right now. That's all. Um, when when I feel like we are on the same page, and we could, uh, you know, feed off of each other when it comes to uh, skills and stuff, then, duh. I'm not feeling I'm not feeling excited right now, but I might later. You know what I mean? Oh shit, that's cold. I'm not, you know, I'm not feeling excited right now. Like, that's the first thing you said is, I'll, I'll, I swear, I'll cut you out, bro. Like shit, that's very hey. funny though. No, but it's the truth. It's the truth. Like that's that's your music doesn't excite me, bro. So I, I can't do this. Yeah, so that, that makes I don't want to bullshit you, but I do. I, I mean, if I like it, I'll be like, it's dope. But right now, we're not ready. Um, I said that to my nephew too. Um, and I told him to go back and to try be better, which he has. And now I'm busy mastering his track. There we go. You know me. There we go. Speaking of, of of mastering tracks, um, I have a feeling you got new music in the works. Is this uh, is this the truth? Yes, I have a lot of music coming though. <laughs> when you say house. a lot, when you say a lot, do you mean like you've been piling up? Like let me let me hit these motherfuckers in 2021. Was that good shit? I mean. Um, I stay working, so right now I'm busy working with my brother uh, 2.0 Oogie. From he's also a Cape Townian uh, beatmaker, but living in Stuttgart at the moment. Um, and we're busy building together. So we got a couple tracks in the vault, getting ready to you know okay. come out. And then I'm working with a soul singer songwriter, also from Cape Town. Um, Robert Black, uh, he now stays in Stockholm. So, it, and we'll be doing. I've got a gang of songs with him that I want to get out. Uh, and I've been collaborating with beatmakers from uh, Paris um, and a soul singer from uh, Australia. Um, that should be a nice one that's coming out soon. No. Can't wait to share that. Now, 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 what I want to ask you is, you know, with these collaborations, it seems like your positioning in in being actually in Sweden assisted, like assisted a lot with you being able to reach out to so many. Because, I mean, the internet is there, yes, but at the same time, even just time zones, you know, just being on the net at different time zones helps sometimes. That that, that being in the same radius or, or, or just landmass helps, you know what I'm saying? Um, mm -hmm. So, moving to Sweden, when did you when did you make this decision, and why did you make the decision? Was it one for you know? Was it like what I'm asking is was it a personal decision type of thing, or was it a business type of of a thing that happened there? It was, it was definitely it was definitely personal. Um, it was it was pretty deep. Um, I had worries about you know I, I would have to start everything again. Like build everything from the start last year, um, so I never knew how that was gonna go. But um, yeah, it was a personal move, bro. <laughs> now you don't have to tell and, me what, uh, why exactly it was a nah, personal. You're gonna nah, go to that. Don't worry about that. <laughs> I wasn't gonna go. I wasn't gonna go to that. Uh, but I was just trying to think of how I felt at that time. Because mm. um, I mean, in Cape Town, I was making beats, obviously, and we were performing a lot, um, and. It was our stomping grounds, man. We would do what the fuck we wanted to do whenever we wanted to do it. 
um, but the leveling up since I've been here has been different. Like your comfort zone moves. Yeah, that, and I got it to a point where I didn't want anybody else to mix my joints or master them, so I'm gonna do it myself. <laughs> you know got what I mean? you. Yeah. So I taught myself how to do that, and then, yeah, bro, just. I've always wanted to have my own studio, which I finally have now that we've built with our hands. Um, like a lot of things changed. Uh, and obviously we grow up, innit? <laughs> that's, that's 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 the damn truth. We all gotta grow up sometime. We can't just keep having yeah. late night parties and uh hey, let Bruh. me not even go in. Let me just let me just stop there. Let me just stop <laughs> there. But um so before COVID, how many times a, a year did you actually get to come back uh, home sites? Yo, bro. Like, not at all? You just like, nope, see you guys when I see you. <laughs> like, uh, no, no, I have been. It was it was a yearly thing. Oh, It was okay. a yearly thing, bro. I was oh, supposed okay. to have gone, yeah, I go down yearly. I tried to at least mm-hmm. well, one and a half years and stuff like that. But this year, it's just been tough. Yeah, no, oh, no, no, no. Ain't, ain't nobody trying. For what? Stay where you are, bro. <laughs> like, I actually, I, don't I, kn- I know somebody, right? So she came, she came from um, Amsterdam, right? Mm-hmm. To come see her her boyfriend because they were doing the distance thing, right? And it, mm-hmm. it was literally a thing of she she came here and they were going to chill and then move back together and then lockdown started happening, bro. Mm. Like, it was crazy. And then it was like, okay, fine, fuck it, let's let's move back. And then they moved back to Amsterdam, and now then they went back into lockdown. So they've been in like yep. three different lockdowns as a couple. I think no way. He went for holiday, then they got into lockdown. Then he came back as work. She came for holiday, lockdown again. Lockdown. Like, they just Stop. kept going through all of it. I was like, <laughs> yeah. damn, you know, that's fucking crazy. So for me, I mm. would say, stay where you are, <laughs> you know, keep yeah. going over there, and then we'll move further. But you see, when you say you have a stockpile of beats, you know, mm. I remember when we worked together um, uh, for the Black Vulcanite joint, uh, mm. the Clock. Yes, I love yes. that track, bro. So yeah, I want to, I want to get more into this because you see, the thing is, for me, it's. I'm trying to I'm trying to find something out, right? When you make beats, like, mm-hmm. what was your first love music-wise? Was it? Because I have this feeling that it was either hip hop or jazz, right? And I'm thinking mm-hmm. I'm leaning more towards jazz. It's just because I have this jazzy undertone that I get from most of your beats. Even the clock, which is a hard that's a hard hitting beat. That's a hard track. It's a hard hitting yeah. beat. But I still get a jazzy undertone, that I, and I love jazzy, jazzy beats. Like anything that I feel something jazzy from, I'm like, fuck it, I'm, I'm with that. Yo, yo, man. I mean, I, I can't lie to you and say that I listen to a, a lot of jazz because that's just not it. I am. Um, I like to listen to soulful stuff. That's what I listen to most of the time. Um. So anything that gives that chilled out type of feeling, I'll try to add it somewhere to the beat. If it's strings, um, you know, anything that gives you that spacey maybe type of feel. Right. So I'm what you're saying is you don't, you don't really, wait, are you telling me you don't have a favorite genre of music, but I you, listen, have a, you have I a favorite a, type of music? Like, 
feel. I it. listen to a lot of neo neo soul. So you're talking about your Dwellers, your D'Angelo's, mm-hmm. your Bilal's, and this will go on forever because it's Every, a gamut. Angie Stones, everybody. You know what I mean? So that that type of vibe is my vibe. But if today I wake up and I feel like stomping the yard, I'm gonna put on my UK drill music. <laughs> there we go. There we go. Go ahead. But. Um, I'm I'm a, I'm a pretty soulful dude, so that does come out of my beats more. No, definitely. I mean, look, as, as I said, I mean, even in the clock, I can hear it. Speaking of the clock, when you made that beat, what's going through your head, man? That's a grimy ass beat. That's like I some I'm a rob you. Guys I'm a rob you. <laughs> I'm gonna find you in the street corner, baby. <laughs> I don't think you guys are gonna take that beat, to be honest, man. Oh no. Um, <laughs> I didn't. I, I didn't think. And the thing is, it, there was no even. There wasn't a time. You guys, I sent the beat, and you guys went, "Yeah, okay, yes, let's go." What's <laughs> it? Yo, when we when we throw, I, I don't remember who threw that thing on first. I don't remember which one of the three of us threw it on first. But as soon as, because somebody heard it, one of us heard it, and then played it for the rest. I think it might have been. Mm. I can't remember if it was me or who it was. But yo, when we sat there, and the beat was playing. We were just like, "Yo, message that man now." And so we taking this shit because Ali started writing immediately. It was like, and then Mark, I yeah. think it was Mark, because Mark was driving. He was driving, and he fucking voice called us, and he was like voice noted us, and he was like, "Yo, this is the I chorus." Think I sent it to Mark <laughs> first, yeah, man. Yeah, he was like, "This is the chorus." It goes like this. Then he mumbled shit. <laughs> it was like no words. Like, nah, nah, nah. like all right, nah. okay, okay, that's yeah. fucking delicious. I mean, those type of beats will come. Um, and like I say, never planned to make a hard grimy beat. It will just, it will just come, bro. <laughs> like, no, no, no. I'm not gonna let you off for that. Tell me what was going through your mind. Did some you had to have felt some type of way to make that beat so fucking grimy, yo. Like, I I remember, you know, one sixth. I, he was actually the first person I ever interviewed for these uh, from the jump episodes, and he was like, mm-hmm. yo, when he heard the clock. He, he called me. I was in China. He was in Australia. He called me and he was like, you need to fucking shoot a music video for this. And I'm like, listen, I'm in China. Mark, Mark's <laughs> in fucking Berlin or somewhere, right? And Ali's in fucking SA. What, what are you even talking about? He's like, I don't care how you do it. Make a plan. This grimy-ass mm. motherfucking song needs a video. It needs visuals. And we never got around to doing it because we just never, you know, you can yeah, only, yeah. when are you supposed to make the video? The album was released four years ago now. Exactly. Very <laughs> it had to be something yeah. crazy, though, for real. Yeah, that, that one is, 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 is nice. Now, you know, nice. for most for most artists, um, they decide they're not going to move or they are going to move on when it comes to artistic crafts, right? So some people mm-hmm. don't stay what they are because they either lose the love for it um, they just mm-hmm. say it's not working for them anymore, whatever the reasoning behind it. Yet you don't look like you're slowing down, trying to pivot anywhere. Like you're like, yo, this is still me. I'm here. I love this and I'm going forward. Okay. So my question to you is, can you talk to me about your discipline and, 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 um, you know, just keeping your eyes on a certain prize in a world where everybody's trying to throw different things at you and like a quick thing. Yeah. Quick thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, my stubbornness, I think, helps a lot. So. And just, just not ever wanting to lose 
I think that's really what it is with me. I saw a picture once, man. I think we've all seen it. I was talking to the 2.0 about it too. Where there's two men digging, like mining underneath the ground or whatever. And the one is super close to the diamonds and he turns around and bounces. Exactly. And the other homie is just going to carry on scooping and he's going to get to those diamonds, man. I don't know what those diamonds are for me, but I refuse to be the one that walks away and all I needed to do was, you know... Just a couple more. <laughs> just hit it three more times and you're good, baby. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what those are, man. I don't know what those goals are. I don't know what I am... I am, you know, really doing this for. I'm not doing it for any super label or or to be super famous. Um, but I just want to create good music. That's all it is. And what comes from that comes from that, bro. And then we will just enjoy those things no later doubt. on. Blessings, man. That's that's how it has to be, though. You know, sometimes you just got to create for the love of creating and not for whatever comes with it. And in saying that, like like we put, like we touched on earlier, you've you've worked with a couple of people, like Postman, all these guys, over over a mm. period of time. Now, when you were in essays, though, um, the scene, as I remember it, was also still very divided. Even though a lot of Capetonians were there for each other, you know, it was kind of like clicky. Like you go there. Yeah. You go there, you go there. So my mm -hmm. question to you is, coming from guys that make beats, you know, y'all are beat makers, producers, y'all are engineers. So it's kind of difficult for people to be like, nah, you can't, you can't, you can't be with that crew because <laughs> everybody needs the beat. So my question to you is, how do you navigate these arguments where this artist and this artist ain't cool, but everybody needs your fucking beat? And now they want you to, because I know that I know how people try to rope other people into the arguments. I'm sure people mm. try to rope you in and be like, you know, Fulton, you can't work with that guy because of what, 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 whatever. How did you deal with that stuff? People know better to not come with me with that foolishness. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't. I mean, I am pretty loyal when it comes to my homies, so I stay with my homies most of the time. But if I don't just jump into, or I try not to jump into other people's business and beefs, man. Because, um, yo, burning bridges can be deep, especially in this uh, in this game. Um, uh, and Cape Town, yeah, man, hey. People complain about that whole clicky thing a lot. I, real, yeah, I really didn't feel it that much mm. um i mean i can i can be a dick at times but i felt like <laughs> that i was pretty open and friendly to a lot of my peers which then i never had to choose or be put into a certain click and be like, yo, you can't come roll with us sort of vibes, you feel me? I've never I've never felt that way at all. Like drum and bass parties, I could go up there and grab a mic and rock it. Mm. At Cold Turkey, for example. Hip hop mm. parties, I oh, could go grab a mic. I love Cold Turkey shit, man. Yeah. Was, <laughs> that was my shit. You used board back memories, bro. That's my shit. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, yo, I love that place. Man. Sundays. Bro, Sundays are made the Exactly. Sunday. I remember when Ill Skills used to throw down at those two. Shit. Everything was crazy mm -hmm. in Cold Turkey. Anyway, sorry for interrupting. So, like, yeah, man. So, just jumping to... I, I've, I never felt that um, that it was tough for me. I don't know. 
also i was a wild man i always just wanted to have good times dude <laughs> that's that's what I was, <laughs> yeah. I was about to say like you know you 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 used to frequent parties not only because you used to play at some of these parties, but also because your homies used to play at these parties. Like I'm saying, like exactly. you guys were a crew on, onto your own. Like, so um, talk to me about, you know, how you managed to to, to stay clear of, of so much of the bullshit, you know, out in the city, because there was a lot going on at these parties. I mean, not, not everybody, if you get what I'm saying, like when I say bullshit, I'm talking about the burning bridges part that you were talking about. I mean, everybody mm. gets into arguments and things when you're partying, but you were at so many different, going from hip hop party to a drum and bass party to then you're at, mm. you know, a, a house party. And it's all different types of people at all of these. It's not like the same crew, let's put it like that, right, of people. Mm. Um, so how did you navigate this as a young up and coming artist yourself in these spaces? Yeah. Yo, that's a nice question. How did I? I, I mean, I would always just roll thick with people, man. I don't really care about what was happening outside my circle at that point. Um, so we would always, we would always roll thick, man. <laughs> like <laughs> to all these places. We never. I don't know. I don't know. We would just, just vibe. I think people liked our vibe from the jump. Yeah, we would for real. We would go out and and, and just want and just want to see things, man, and have and have a good time. I mean, we we obviously did every once in a while bump heads with different crews, for example. Especially when it came to the hip hop vibes, um, you know, some hip hop crews didn't feel what we were doing. Yeah. Um, at that at that stage, because we weren't hood. Um, we weren't from the hoods. Bro, I went to school in Camps Bay, fam. I stayed in Camps Bay by the ocean. Smell me. So our vibe was totally different. But we but we controlled that, man. That was that was our vibe and we were down with it. Like when people used to shout out their hoods, Googs Gang or whatever they were calling it. I was shouting out Camps Bay, you know what I mean? And people looking at you like, what that man say to me? <laughs> yeah. Cause I'm like, yo, that's where I, that's you know, that's what. But it's I where know. you from? Why you gotta lie? Where you gotta lie? Where and, you from? And 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 I hold it down, bro. Um, yeah, and it's funny because like taking it back to burning down bridges, those situations with with some of those MCs and and, and people beefing with us, and me being stubborn and sometimes petty. Um, <laughs> has burned bridges for some of those MCs and they, I mean, we'll, we'll never actually work ever because of those and what people have said and and now they are coming to ask for beats. Well, you see, and that's how life works. I mean, we never know how it's <laughs> going to be in, ten, in five to ten years what's really going to be good, you know what I mean? You see me? Now, in moving around and through and navigating these different parties from because, you know, Cape Town is always about the side of the... Or for me, it was always like as a foreigner, not even South African, you know. There's my flag right there, Namibia. That's what we represent. Mm -hmm. But anyway, yes, the, the different sides of the mountain type of move, you know what I'm saying? But you could navigate yeah, on yeah. both sides. So my question to you is, like, back then, there were a lot of parties. There were a lot of really great parties. You already mentioned some, the cold turkeys and whatnot. What was your yeah, favorite yeah. venue to be like, yo, I love playing here, or party, venue or party, where you're like, I feel at home in Cape Town now? When you were back there, 
what was your and then also where you are now what is your like your feeling of like yo this is my spot when i play here this is me you're in cape town my man there was the lounge i was still a young thundercat with the og's dingiest spot like the floor used to bend every time we were stomping that <laughs> <laughs> floor not safe but we would go there bro <laughs> like, it was the most yeah the lounge i can never forget um obviously cold turkey was 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 vital man i used to get paid just to be on the mic and shout stuff and just get turned <laughs> which didn't take long to get turned to cold turkey no bro especially when it's blazing hot yeah. and no those courts is not yeah so cold turkey definitely the lounge definitely um to go even more back boogie down nights where dj hammer and ready d used to dj um yeah that's like old school stuff wait where where, where was where was where, where did that take place wasn't that assembly side no, it wasn't assembly. Yeah. It was assembly side, but um I don't know if you know where the shack was. The shack, there we go. Like next door to the shack there was like a big hall there. They used Yo. to have uh George did. The shack used to let you get drunk for breakfast I remember or some shit. That's why we used to keep going that place was wild too. <laughs> the shack's always wild. Bro. It's special's wild. It's crazy. It's um, crazy. Uh, yeah, I mean, there was a, there was a couple. There was a couple dope, 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 dope spots uh, there, and those are the ones I can remember now. Zula was always man. Zula, the first Zula. Yeah, the original debauchery. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Zula was also a fly man. Uh, now since 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 you're on the other side in another continent where where is your venue of choice where you like this is now my this is my spot this is my stomping ground when i decide to jam cuz i mean do you still play a lot when when you, or is it only when you get opportunity to like i don't have to i don't have to be in studio i got a chance to like go out i mean right now these couple these yeah these couple months i've been um, uh doing the whole dj thing mm-hmm. okay Cause my pa- my partner's a my partner's a fly ass DJ man. He's he DJs all types of genres. So he goes out, he gets shows, and then he brings us with him. Um, so we kind of had to learn how to do that. And that's so we don't we don't really have a a stomping ground. There used to be a place that I liked it was this little bar um, uh, called Bell, and that was fun because it was all like very close. Uh, and you know the barman would just spot. be like yeah the barman would look in your glass and be like all right cool <laughs> i'm coming back as <laughs> <laughs> i'm wild shit bro it's like hey what y'all doing over here man why is it empty what's up why is it empty whoop and it just you know and it get wild um yeah I'm, i don't really go out that much bro unless it's with dudes to uh to to uh, like a bar to either he's spinning or we spinning all right all right um but also yeah they my homie that I'm talking about now he's part of this other crew where they do live band like the like the roots sort of vibes okay okay uh, and they get MCs 
or poets or singers to to perform with them. Mm. Drummer, keyboard, like a, the whole big thing. Oh um, man, that sounds delicious. I love shit. Yeah, and that's why I was like, I need to get dudes from home here to kill shit like that because. No doubt. Now, Johnny, we almost done, B. I'm not gonna lie to you. You see how time flies? I keep, I keep telling y'all. Y'all think this shit is gonna be like, how, how do you do an hour? It's almost an hour. <laughs> um, but what I wanted to ask you, right, is not actually for me now. This last question that I wanted to ask you is literally for, you know, because because you've been able, as I keep going back to, the, I don't think people understand what it's like to navigate, especially from the other side of the mountain. Like to say, okay, mm -hmm. no, wait, to navigate from Camps Bay, where everybody's like, nah, this guy, what does this guy know about what we're doing and everything? And that's how people normally go about it. So yeah, of course. For, for, for a young kid that's also coming from the other side of the mountain, but has a love for the music, has a love for the culture they grew up in as well, because that's how it works. What would mm -hmm. you give them as a piece of advice? If, I mean, it, it, if it could just be one piece. I mean, bro, for me, is believe in yourself and, 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 um, and yeah, I mean, don't try to really please anybody else when it comes to your, your vibes and, and, and your music. Um, cause I was told back in the day that I need to stick to what I know when I was talking about becoming an MC also. Mm. And I feel like that's that's the worst, that's the worst thing you can tell somebody um, when they are when they when they try to find themselves or, or, or find their craft. Um, so I mean for me it's just be yourself and be comfortable with with you and what you do and, and, and practice. I mean, practice all the time. If you want to be good, practice, dude. You got to put in the work. You got to put you in the work. You have to put in the work. Mm. Practice, practice, practice. Um, and being told that you're not there yet is also okay. Um, yeah, being told that you are not there yet is fine, bro. That exactly. should fuel you to become better. And not and not hinder you. Derail. And not hinder you. Yeah, you shouldn't dwell on that. Mm. Because if you really love what you're doing, you'll do it, bro. And you'll do it properly. No doubt. I'm, going no doubt. Out and doing this. I'm still learning now when it comes to a couple of things. Um, so, you know, and I'm also not the best yet. <laughs> a couple of things. Um, and uh, yeah, bro. just concentrate, just concentrate on you and push and learn. No doubt, no doubt. Now, 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 Mr. Fulter, you actually had a question for me before we started this interview, and I said, "Hold on, we'll <laughs> yeah. do it in the interview." Hello, what was what was your question? <laughs> Yo, you you put beats, you put beats in your on your podcast. You see, this is this is why you guys don't pay attention. That tells me that you don't watch my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, man I don't yeah. no but no but like yeah podcast like podcast is a different thing for everybody right so I only started watch, I'm not gonna lie to you I started watching podcasts when I started shooting podcasts 
Like, okay. this wasn't originally supposed to be a podcast. I, I had a totally different view for what From the Jump was supposed to be, and then it became this. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. um, yeah, no, there are beats. There are beats in the, in the background of, I'm, I'm actually, I don't know anybody else that, that does it, but I do have beats. Mm -hmm. um, generally, what I do is I speak to one producer per season. So season one, okay. I had another homie of mine that I've worked with a lot, and uh, Ali's worked with. It's actually Ali's cousin, um, Avarusta Roots. Um, so yeah, no, I, he gave me like almost his entire catalog of beats to just just rock with, and he was like, Yo, "Whatever you want to use for your show, use, bro." And I was like, "Damn!" Damn. And that's how I actually got the idea to be like, "Yo, but I got all these beats." Because he gave them to me, and he was like, "Yo, if you want to try rapping, here's beats for you." And I was like, "Yeah, all right, cool." And then I was like, "Um, I can use this for something else." So season two is right now that you're on. Um, so of course I've already secured the beats for this, but season three, baby. Let's talk, bro. Let's talk. Hey, man, I'm he I'm I'm here. I'm, I'm here for that, bro, man. You know, I'm, I'm I'm even gonna take this out. I'm editing this part out. You know what the fuck is <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm here for that. I'm here for no, that. But uh, let me quickly see. I think that might be. Oh shit! No, no, no. We have the most important question of all time for you, right? I'm here for it. I'm in the rush, right? bro. Right. This is the this is the real one now. All right, so I need you to think about it. You need to answer accordingly. Super <laughs> villains versus superheroes. Which side are you on and why? Ooh. Oh. Yeah. I don't I don't ask easy questions. I make y'all think. <laughs> Yo, can I ask you a question though? All right. You, you think Wolverine is, do you okay, think Wolverine's a, a villain? Sorry, there was a part I, I forgot to clarify for you. So um, what they like to call, um, what are they, anti-heroes? Like Deadpool, yeah. Wolverine, they're all on the villain side. All those guys, I they're all villains, bro. <laughs> they're not good people. <laughs> I did. I did. The thing is, bro, I think, I think I'm on the villain side, dude. Because I, of the fact way. that they they they've been done dirty, bro. <laughs> they've been done dirty, and they're just coming back to freaking sort things out. Okay, you know. Okay, so you say. <laughs> like, so hold on, wait, wait, wait. So you say in the villain, right? You you're on the villain side because they've been done dirty by society and the heroes. That's what you say. Uh, yeah. Okay. I don't know about the heroes. I'm just saying society, bro. Look what they did! Look what they did to the Joker, man! Shame. You spell me, okay. um, my man's my man's Logan was chilling, bro. Uh, Wolverine, he was chilling in love and stuff. They took that man and and, and put him underneath some heavy some heavy joints. <laughs> All of these peoples, bro, have been going through some tough times. Do you think they're not gonna come through and mush up the place? They must. Okay. Smoke. Hold up, hold up. That's that actually that that opens up something totally different now. Okay, let's talk about it like this. So what you're saying is villains are created, they're not born, and they're created by those that don't want to, they either don't want to accept them for what they are, or some some type of uh, people trying to impose onto others situation is how we're getting these villains, and because of these villains being so 
So basically, you're saying society is the bitch. We 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 are fucked up people. We we the ones that create <laughs> villains that then want to kill us, and then we go find heroes to save us and kill the villains. That's what I'm saying, bro. I'm saying that we are not as open-minded as we think. This man, this mad Magneto, let's go back. Magneto was trying to save his people that were different, the mutants. But he was on the by any means necessary thing. Mm-hmm. So if they just sat down and spoke and be like, yo, check it out, I'm trying for everybody to be, you know, to be lucky, then it would be proper. But no, all they want to do now is fight. Magneto is bending people in half because y'all don't want to listen. <laughs> You see, I don't know, man. Look, I'm on, I'm on, I'm on the villain side. I agree with you with the whole. Um, but you see, my thing about it is like I always tend to think comic books and all this still has a part in in society, right? It's like a reflection. It's just somebody's view through a through like you know, if you were standing at a church and you're trying to look into the church through the stained glass. It doesn't look... You're still looking at the people. They don't look the same, right? Because of the stained glass. Yeah, yeah. So sometimes you just look at reality through a distorted view of stained glass, right? And that, for me, sometimes is like, who's who's the villain and who's the hero? Is it the person... Mm. Is the person looking through the stained glass? Like, actually the person seeing it correctly? Or is it an altered view? So when you start Mm -hmm. looking at things like that, what are the comics and these movies and things? What's the point of them? Yeah, they're supposed to entertain us. But is there supposed to be a message at the back end? Is the message something that we already know? So by saying that, that's why I said, yo, your answer was so interesting because to say, yo, basically fuck society because y'all are creating these villains, then in today's, with how we are moving today, how many real-life villains are we creating, do you think? Like, honestly, do you think we're, 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 we're creating more heroes as days are going on or are we creating more villains? It's a deep question. I never thought about this, but neither did I till just now. <laughs> How are you practicing deep questions on me so early? Bro? <laughs> Fuck, bro! <laughs> you brought the shit up when you answered like that. <laughs> are we creating more villains? Shit! I kind of want to go to the creating more villains right now. Mm. Why do you want to go? But then I need to explain it. No, 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 no. You're running full. You can just say, like, (laughs) right now, I feel like it's because of, like, statistics or whatever. Like, you you know, whatever makes you feel. Why are you feeling like you want to go that way? I don't know. So it's some bullshit happening there, man. Hey, life in general is just tough, man. Always something happening. But I don't know. Yeah. You see, that's an answer too. That's an answer too. I don't know. We can leave it. <laughs> like, I'm not even gonna lie to you. Man. Like, as the question came out of me, I was like, "Yo, shit! Why are you asking this man such a deep ass fucking question?" That you no, but that's a very nice either. question because I'm gonna think about that a lot, and I'm gonna bring it up when the homies come to the studio. Cause I might actually leave that in this interview and not even delete it and be like, ask the audience, like, "What the fuck do y'all think? Do you think we're creating more villains?" That's yeah, because the Joker, 
the Joker was created at, like they made him a villain. They made him, bro. If you look at most of the villains in most of these stories, they did it. Nobody's born a villain, bro. You're just born like ah, kill the world. <laughs> Bitch, what? You just yeah. born? <laughs> <laughs> what? You just got here. <laughs> All right, my brother. I'm gonna let you go. I see people have arrived by you, and this place is gonna kick us out some sometime soon, anyway. But yeah, we're, we're um, DJ Nexus in the spot. All right, all right. Yes. Blessings. <laughs> What's happening, man? Uh, but yeah, hey, man. Uh, hopefully, I uh, answered all the questions. Uh, Shit, bro. But before you, before you go, before you go, let these people know where they can reach you, where they can contact you, where they can ask you for beats, where they can be ignored. <laughs> but, but for real, where they can pay you for beats. Let them know. I mean... I am Johnny Filter on Facebook, Jay the Phil on Instagram. Um, that's really it. But you can catch me on uh, Spotify, all the streaming, the uh, music streaming spots, and that's Johnny Filter on all of those. Uh, yeah, basically that's it. Just yeah. hit me in the DMs, man. Don't be shy. If you wanna, if you wanna uh, collaborate, just holler. Uh, no doubt, no doubt. Just, Ladies and gentlemen, don't, don't be scared to don't be scared to ask. <laughs> even because yeah, even no is still a, an answer. You you're gonna get an answer. Just ask yes or no. You still yeah. need the answer, right? No, for sure. Um, no doubt about and it. I no might just about say it. yes. <laughs> there we go. You never know. <laughs> Nobody ever knows what's gonna happen, man. Till it happens. Exactly. Ladies and yeah, gentlemen, yeah. this has been from the jump with Johnny Filter. I'm your host, Oaken. Thank you for coming through. Hit it on the next one. Nothing more than an ill-conceived fantasy. You see, I constantly think about one, yet seem to dream about another, making it almost impossible to visualize myself being.